All right, welcome to Bonehead. Something's different. I have snacks. That's what it is. I got snacks. My diet pepper is lukewarm at best. Diet pepper? That is a Dr. Coke. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it that way. Did I say something? Was, you said diet pepper and I said Dr. Coke. Did I say diet pepper? Yeah. It's like a dumbass. Oh my God. The only thing worse is I said Dr. Coke. <laughs> That's a Mr. Coke. Oh, it's an honorary degree. <laughs> oh, this episode is going to go smooth. <laughs> Just like the silk. <laughs> That's a little shaggy for y'all. Oh. Shaggy! Oh, 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 why am I blinking on a shaggy song? Mr. Loverman? That's my favorite. No, not Mr. Mr. Loverman. Loverman. Actually, is that shaggy? I don't think I'll be shaggy. I mean, uh, it wasn't me. Is one it one. wasn't me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Loverman, is that Shabaranks? It is Shabaranks. Thank you. Job. Thank you, thank you. That's which well, leads us the directly, which leads us directly well, into today's topic, topic of things you can do with Scooby Doo movies. Yeah. Rut row. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome say, to Bonehead. Did you say favorite Scooby Doo movies? Favorite Scooby Doo movies. It's if it's not Return to Zombie Island, which just came out, it's not it's nothing. All right. So today's topic, gentlemen, is James is back on the couch. Yay! That's a horrible that topic. Couch. How do yeah. we even how do we even write a script for James is on the couch? I can think of many things. Most of it's fan fiction. If you get my drift, <laughs> mm, James laid on the couch. Couch <laughs> groaned under his gnawing <laughs> on a greasy pork chop. <laughs> I don't think you're actually supposed to eat doing podcasts. Yet there we go. Uh, you're also, <laughs> hold on, you're also supposed to make podcasts that people enjoy watching. Yeah. But yet we roll on. Well, no, listening. It's a podcast. Well, that's where we fucked up. <laughs> anyway, what's today's topic, gentlemen? Um, kid-friendly Halloween movies. What? Halloween's next week. Yes, it is. We're actually shooting... actually. Well, no, I guess we're technically so it is behind. Still. How behind are we? Your mom's behind. Yes, it's it's used for stuff. Smacking uh-huh. gravy. But no, so we decided... I can't hear this chip bag <laughs> beside me, can they? <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. I'm actually kind of glad we're all three here. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of smiling. <laughs> uh, where, did you, where have you been all my life, James? It has to be damp. <laughs> Back to your mom. Moist, moist. Look, so, look where there's no no audio whatsoever. Well, I could talk, but it wouldn't I mean, be any good. I mean, v- versus wit. When is it actually good? Versus silence. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the silence. It was Erasure that taught me that. That I wasn't Shabarangs. I thought you were going to go with the sound of silence. No. And the people bowed and prayed to the <laughs> neon god they made. Jesus, is that actual words? What? Yeah, have you, do you have you all never listened to the Simon and the underrated Garfunkel? No. no. I watched that one movie he was in, Carnal Knowledge, with Jack Nicholson. Uh, you know, if you ever watched that movie about... They still can't uh, hear this bad, can they? Th- this guy that finished school and was a graduate, they did they did the music for that, and that, that kind of... Overrated. It, mm, that's a good question. It is very much of its time. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy, I was actually it, a somewhat of a joke, but I, I but it is there are parts where it's just uh, plastics. Yeah. So when we come up with this topic, really quick, we're actually this is this is pretty quick. I'm, hopefully, my CPU just died. Hopefully, the the laptop will work tomorrow to put this episode yeah. together. <laughs> Otherwise, this some bitch ain't coming out in time yeah, for Halloween. Yeah. 
because we're actually doing it the night before. Hold on, Joe, you can fix this and post. Happy Halloween, 2019, 2020, 2021. So whatever year this comes out. Yeah. So <clears throat> we really wanted, we've been wanting to do more kid-friendly episodes and not where we don't say fuck. That's not what I mean. Friendly episodes <laughs> of where we give you advice on what to show your children. By the because way. Because that's what you want to hear from us is advice on how to rear your children. Yeah. And by the way, one of the things we're going to talk about tonight involves the word fuck. So I'm just saying that right now. What is it? We'll get to it. Okay. Um, I love the fact that he says we will talk about it, but I don't know what he's talking about. We're going to talk about it. But we we all have children. Well, we're all raising children. Yeah. We're all Thanks, raising Phil Spillman's Phil. children. And <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny what Abby does. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> it so we we're always. Chad and I just had this conversation when we came in. Quint was watching Toy Story 3, and I said, well, I'm trying to introduce him to Toy Story because I couldn't take one more episode of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. But, Joe, it's fun inside. Come on inside. It's fun inside. Yes, yes. There might be giants has taught me that. Right, good for you. By the way, but, he got mad at me because we were watching. Not to get off topic, but getting off topic. He got mad at me because he called, got mad at me. Because we were talking, we were watching Toy Story three, and it was one of the parts in the in the junkyard where Buzz is getting trapped, and it's dark, and he's glowing. Yeah, that toy at this point in time is at least fifteen years old. There's no way that glow in the dark paint is still functional. Now, well, I don't know. Now, I do. I have pointed out it was every a talking fucking toy. And still, biggest bullshit in that entire movie is that glow in the dark paint. You know, somebody posted on Facebook the other day. I don't know if she actually is Melissa Nicholson. So I just want to go ahead and say her name. That she Daughter of Jack? No. That I, she thought the Jaws golfer? was boring. What, she thought what was Some people can Jaws say. was boring. Okay, I, I'm not saying it is because it's not. No, you don't like it though. What are you talking about? I like Jaws. Yeah, but no. Not no, your you, level of no, liking. you don't like Jaws. I do too like Jaws. Joe, no. listen. Not any of us other than you fantasize about a sexual relationship with, with the, the shark. shark. Once. Anyway, continue on with well, your I've story. I've got your bigger boat right here, Mr. Shark. <laughs> Joe, it was just flipping weird, okay? And the fact we went to one of those repertory showings. It's boring. I, you know, I think the problem. I with want to it get is, on to this in a second. I'm I, sorry. I, That's probably not a bad Halloween I, movie. I, I think the problem with it is, is it's an easy solution, and it's just, and there's several. You don't go in movies. the water. Several horror movies have an easy solution. Well, they're, they've got all them summer dollars if they don't kill that shark. They're not going to get them summer dollars. That's what I'm saying. But it's it's, it's kind of my thing about... So, I introduced, oddly enough, today, my kids said, we, we, we think we're ready to watch a scary movie. And I'm like, mm. oh, no. And um, they Dana actually said, why don't we show them Poltergeist? Poltergeist <laughs> isn't too terrifying. Uh, Dana forgot a certain scene where the parents are enjoying some, some, um... They're smoking weed, dude. Yeah, that. I, but I was like, but the kids are like, actually amazed exact words are, are they smoking? That's gross. And I'm like, yeah, they're just smoking, just smoking cigarettes. Which leads me to my first movie, Poltergeist. That They actually liked it, but what was funny was... Is that a PG? It is PG. It is PG. Jesus Christ. I told the kids, though, the, the scene that got the kids... Yeah. It's the same scene that got to me when I when I first watched it. That guy splashing water on his face. Oh yeah, all the meat coming off. Yeah, yeah. and my kids got watch like everything else. That's me like, too. The uh, and I yeah, finally I had that freaked me out when I was a kid too. I, I finally explained it's a puppet. 
Because that, that guy wasn't paid enough to rip his actual skin. So, really quick, before we, now that we've, you know, James busted my poltergeist cherry, you Not all said, you actually said it. PG or below. Yeah. Oh shit! It's dude. kid friendly. Uh, is it? It it opens it up before PG thirteen. No, we're getting we're getting because Jaws would be another one. We're getting to this too because there's another issue. There, uh, there's a big issue with that if with the, the ratings, and I'll, I'll get into it. PG but. PG now ain't what PG used to be. No. Yeah. So Poltergeist, I wanted to talk about it for a few minutes, and I actually was going to not bring Clock it. Clock TV talks. For well, it minutes. wasn't going to be my set. It was going to be. It might have been third or fourth, like if we talked about something, I was going back and forth about where I wanted to put it. Yeah. In fact, I didn't even put any notes down inside of it. I just put Poltergeist, because I knew it was like, dude, that's PG. It's directed by Toby Hooper, supposedly. <laughs> he did get directing credit. There's uh, a, yeah. We've talked about that on previous episodes. Yeah. Sp- Spielberg produced it, actually rewrote most of the screenplay, which with Toby Hooper's admitted before. It's about a family who are in a suburban family, or a suburban home, and it's a quintessential haunted house picture where they flipped it on its on its ear is that it takes place in suburbs. Yes. I don't know of a haunted house movie that took place in the suburbs before then. They were usually and in Gothic mansions and it's very much, a, I mean, the, I it mean, is a remote control thing. It's Southern California it suburbs sprawl. of the early eighties sprawl. That's what it is. Or they, they call them track housing. Yeah. Track housing. Um, <clears throat> that's what it is. Now, before that we had haunted mansions, uh, houses, for example, have, Legend of Hell House, people burying themselves basically in life so they can haunt their huge ass, rich ass mansion forever. Or if it's a house on Haunted Hill, they have these contemporary huge mansions. But it's never a three thousand square feet tract house in Southern California, where where literally you can reach out and touch your neighbor. Where you can reach out and touch your neighbor, you're flipping. So, what happens is is that there starts to be supernatural occurrences. I can't. Should I explain the plot? Well, actually, here, let me, since we're doing it for kids, you want me to stop and tell you what my kids' issue with it was? Yeah, I'm kind of curious. We had to stop because they were like, what the hell's wrong with that TV? Yeah. Because of the static. Static. Because they've never experienced static. Oh, that didn't occur to me. They never experienced Did they experience when it goes off at night? When the dog is walking around eats the chips? We had to explain that. I was like, I, I explained that before I ever started. I'm like, you all need to understand that TV used to go off. Like, it didn't turn itself off. Like, it would be this they, now concludes yeah. our broadcast day, national anthem, and in the morning, they would play the national anthem and then start their broadcast day, right. and there was usually four to five hours, at least, where there was no TV on. Right. And and and, and literally, Amelia was like, why? And I was like, because people went to sleep. That was, there was what? That, that's what you did. Um, and people went home. People that worked at the station went home. Home. And, um... But anyway, so we had to explain that. We had to do that. And what was funny about it was the things that still work, um, that that my kids still got to my kids, um, and and the, the, the effects are dated. Are they really? Um, I watched it last year. I think it holds up no, pretty well. Some of the effects. Some of the effects. Well, Which I was ones? Saying, um, the, the animated hand stuff that comes out. It's obviously drawn. I, mean, I love it. Actually, no, I, no, I, it's well. That's because you're of that time. But what I was gonna say is, you you're know, old as fuck. You know I what works out really well. What I was gonna say though, what parts they did like and they didn't scare them, but they liked was when the energy orbs start coming into the room, and later on when they watch it through the camera, and you can kind of tell it's more people walking. Yeah, uh-huh. that looks really great. Actually, I was like, that part has held up really well. 
Because um, well, it's mostly practical effects. Yeah, mm-hmm. but a lot of the a lot of the flashing and the the stuff, my kids were like, man. And actually, there, there's a couple things that they uh, they loved it. They loved it. They were glad they watched it. But the clown Until tonight. The clown covered... What? The, uh, Still tonight. Yeah. Nope, the clown they hated. And by the way, I, I don't mean they just hated the clown when it actually came alive. Like, I literally <laughs> walked in the room. My daughter literally goes, Nope, 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 not put something over that. <laughs> and then way through the, the Chewbacca coat or whatever over it, she was like, good. Um, but, I mean, it's PG. Uh, I don't think my son would have been able to handle it a year ago. Because he's very, like, actually... They went to King's Island yesterday, and he had to get one of the no-boo passes where they put it around your neck to say, don't scare me. Because um, um, he said no boobs. Um, so that's sad. Joe, I don't know what you think King's Island is, but it's not It's not good well, to be king. clearly doesn't have any boobs. It's no place <laughs> I want to go. Um, but when anyway. I say boobs, I'm talking about idiots. I enjoy <laughs> it. I get around morons, maroons, if you will. Thank God you never get to do that during this show. Oh. Anyway, um, but no, so yeah, no, I would actually say that it, it worked out pretty well. What's funny about it, and what I love is it tells me what type of kids I'm raising. I think you took over my movie. Oh, I, I, you said you wanted to know what my kids were saying. You know what their, their response was? What? You've had give those, me a dozen. Those, uh, no, their closing response. My uh, Amelia, my daughter, looked over and actually said, that ain't the ghost's fault. It's all that guy's fault. He well, got yeah. exactly what he deserved. He's a terrible human being. You ain't supposed to take over people stuff that ain't doesn't belong to you. And I was like, "Yay, social warrior daughter! I'm good for you, social justice warrior." But she literally said she was like, "Well, if he did that and he knows he did that, yeah, they deserve to be haunted." And, I was and like, then you sit there and got her on your lap and read her the story of Andrew Jackson. Well, Craig T. Nelson doesn't know. They knew they moved. No, no, him. no, and that's the thing, and that's what she said. But she said that the old guy she called him the old yeah. guy. Yeah, but well, and by the way, that old guy is one of the greatest character know, actors of all time, James Karen, and one of the I best know. storytellers too. Yeah, he's a great, great guy. Uh, loved him, hung out with him for hours. Actually, we actually have met James Karen. Mm-hmm. We don't meet him as much no more. Boy, he's dead. I guess we could build a house on top of him and see <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, guys, but uh, that leads me to you another. You put the footer on my crotch. Now that he's done with that, it... you put the footer on my crotch. <laughs> that's actually that's that's his safe phrase to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's too long, Joe. Kid friendly Halloween. You put the footer on my crotch. <laughs> Name of the episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you write that down yeah i forget yeah yeah anyway put, moving put, right along so it goes back to our whole subjective thing now chad you posted on facebook the other day have you got notes about this uh well yeah, I was, but go ahead yeah and we asked for feedback of people's favorite halloween, halloween yeah kid friendly well the issue with a lot of them are what they weren't pg they suck oh well <laughs> i'm sorry i don't mean that i actually i haven't seen a lot of them because i'm too old i didn't see halloween town one two and 14 did you no i've never seen halloween town what did you say you will i maybe i guess or he'll think it's old by the time he gets around to it yeah but it's got it's got carrie fisher's mom okay Princess or I know I forgot her name Debbie yeah, Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. So, <clears throat> if I'm if I'm not mistaken, so these are very are subjective. So we said PG or less. Poltergeist falls into that. Jaws falls into that. But I don't know that I'm going to show my. Well, he right now probably wouldn't pay any attention. No. But well, actually, he likes special effects. I don't know that Poltergeist is good for someone who's probably 
I don't, I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't have thought Silas would have been okay with it. His effects were dated. Bounced right off of him. He's like, that's a drawing. Yeah, it's a drawing, son. Okay. So, see, so CGI. Yeah, but it's, it's, that's why the practical effect of that skin uh-huh. ripping scene, that got to him because you can tell, like, the, the hand drawing is a drawing. And the giant head that comes out. Is a puppet. I mean, you can just look at it. Yeah. It's not that you can quote-unquote see scenes, but he's seen enough puppets and stuff like that. We went to the puppet museum. We've done all that stuff. Uh, the skin thing got to him because he you know, he doesn't understand makeup and, and he, he, he knew the hands were real and then he got lost. And as soon as that hand went through, he was like, no. And he put a block over his head. But that, that's the only part that really... That and the clown. And again, the clown is just because my kids hate clowns. Oh, um, All right, who's next? Okay, I'll go. Um, <clears throat> I'll just briefly... Um, mine's going to be probably brief. But mine is uh, one of those forgotten movies that nobody talks about. It takes place actually on Halloween. <clears throat> Meet me in St. Louis. Spaced Invaders from 1990 takes place on Halloween. Are we supposed to get somebody from that? I, I, the director. I'm working on it. I've been having issues pinning down times when we all could get together like this. Yes. Maybe maybe in the month that we'll be together over over the holidays. So it I was... I mean, not all the time. Yeah. We won't always be together. So it's... Uh, Pat, sad. <laughs> I'll be right here. Why are you going to be in my gut? Everybody's I suck my gut. at anatomy. <laughs> I like cannibalism. Space Invaders is a Halloween movie. It, it takes is. place on Halloween. Uh, the, and the whole thing is... I don't, the, the, didn't care for it. It's a small Illinois out. town. Small Illinois town. And they're playing War of the Worlds. Orson Welles. And these aliens. Is that who did that? No. Well, several people. It when you looked at me and said Orson Welles. Several people have done it. Well, yes. But Orson Welles' version is the one that caused... HG did a little bit with it. <laughs> But Not H.G. Wells, H.G. Handyman. <laughs> He's, uh, he, he did uh, some adult film versions. But anyway, these five... These aliens don't respond well to nudity. Everybody in the street. Get, get nude! <laughs> By the way, we need, if, if, this, if, if after uh, 200 episodes we haven't caught on, we should stop this and we need to start all writing adult films. <laughs> But no, so it was. It's about these five inept aliens who hear this Illinois town relaying War of the Worlds, and they think their alien fleet is attacking Earth, so they crash there. And it's all about them being mistaken for little kids in Halloween costumes, and them trying to get their ship back in order. Yeah, yeah. I call bullshit on that movie. Why? Because that one acts like Jack Nicholson. Yes. How the fuck he knows who Jack Nicholson? Hold is? on, hold on. We don't know how long that alien has been alive. Maybe Jack Nicholson acts like him. You ever think about yeah. that? Yeah. No, because I say it's bullshit. Okay. I think as somebody that's trying to get a guest on our show who works on that movie, maybe you should shut your ass, man. <laughs> but no, so uh, it was directed by Patrick Reed Johnson, who also I'm sure directed. Your movie did better at the box office, Joe. But he directed. He there directed was an actual office made out of the box outside, <laughs> and, and I was trying to sell tickets. <laughs> Yes, Chad. So he directed Angus and Baby's Day Out. He also did a special effects for Warlock and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, Baby's Day Out. Um, it was uh, written by Scott Lawrence Alexander and Patrick Reed Johnson. Uh, it starred Royal Dano, which we should note, note that Royal Dano 
He plays a farmer who has a dog. Mm-hmm. Now that scene's funny with the camera. Y- yes. Um, uh, two years earlier, he did another movie where he played a farmer with a dog. <laughs> okay. Did the dog have a that name? That would be Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Did the dog have a name? Not, yeah. yeah, he did. I can't. I, I watched it, it today. It wasn't B I N G O. He no. didn't play a farmer oh, who Jesus. had a dog, and Bingo was his name. Oh, B I N G O. B I N G O. Bingo was his name, Chad. It also starred Ariana his Richards name, from Jurassic Park. Ariana Grande. Uh, Greg Berger. Which That's of, what I order when I go to Starbucks. Which uh, the other reason you should watch Space Invaders is because Greg Berger he play he plays a sleazy lawyer. He's also uh, he's very prominent in voiceover work, so you actually see the Gromble from All Real Monsters and and Hampton or not Hampton. Uh, How exciting for Pork you. Chop from Duckman in person. Pork Chops. It also starred Fred Applegate and Tony Cox. Tony Cox, who you know from Bad Santa, he was the he's the dwarf. Yes, yes. yes. Um, let's, but he, let's try to be inclusive. Here. He actually Billy plays person, uh, Billy Barty. God bless his yes. soul. But he actually plays one of the people in alien costumes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's for, and uh, the voice talent. Joe. Uh, it has some pretty prominent uh, voice actors: Joe Alasky, Kirk Thatcher, and Tony Pope. No, I just really liked this movie as a kid because it was. It's about these these five cool looking aliens. Is right right around the same time the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out. Go um, ninja, go ninja, go. Go. Um, they Where'd have that go from. I don't know. You went go. <laughs> Even go. Go. It's just, a, it, it's just a fun movie. They're they're. There's there's hijinks that ensue. The aliens don't know what they're, they're... The aliens literally are idiots. And one of them sounds like Jack Nicholson, even though he's not on Earth. Yes. Why would he know what But, Joe, like they're Jack picking Nicholson. up radio signals, too. You ever think about that? Well, then they're they ripping off English? Explorers. So let's just go ahead and just point that out right you? now. They've been ripping off Explorers. Joe Dante's work. I call bullshit on that. There's also tons of other... I mean, we've been no, sending out No, no, Joe Dante's the first. We've been sending out singles. Actually, we launched a record that was pressed in gold that had human voices on it. Maybe... Mm, maybe with Jack Nicholson's voice maybe, on that? I, I don't maybe, know enough to argue maybe, with you. I don't, possible, know. It I don't could, know. I mean, they put a lot on it. Somebody call up Carl Sagan and ask him what he put on that. <laughs> Carl! Car- Carl! Carl! <laughs> J- James Karen? Can you get Carl for us? We'll Carl. move that footer. Those records aren't for listening, but cool. But no, that's... Oh, oh, oh. Now, you you did the voice, and now I'm thinking of... Uh, oh, what? Cody! Cody! <laughs> no, they got Cody! No, Cody! Cody, you're going to jail. <laughs> oh, if you guys... If you guys really want some good entertainment, instead of listening to us, go right now and watch Frisky Dingo. <laughs> Cody, you're going to jail. Sorry. It's on Hulu. That's better than us. Um, but it's not kid-friendly. I don't no, know if I let my young no. kids watch you it. Just... <laughs> Sorry, what were we talking Still about? Still one of my favorite scenes. We were talking about Space Invaders, but I'm good. James. Is this that Captain Crock Bowl? <laughs> If you push that bowl off the edge of the table one more, if you put, I will never buy you Captain Crunk again. <sighs> What's your pick, James? Uh, you know, actually, I asked my kid. Chad looks sad. No, I'm good. No, and actually, sad. what I was going to say, though, about it, it, and definitely falls into the PG category, because the first time I saw Space Invaders, it was actually one of the one of the rare, like, made, was it made by Touchstone? I think so. I think so. Because I saw it on the Disney Channel. They did it as their movie of the week on a Sunday night. 
They're going to put that after Mr. Boogity on the uh, streaming service? I know, I may be. Uh, we we should check. Mr. Boogity returns. Oh, no, it's Bride, Bride of Boogity. Boogity. I'm your boogeyman. I'm your boogeyman. God, I looked I up the makeup effects. I thought the makeup effects for Mr. Boogity were so amazing when I was a kid. They do not hold up. I told you I watched it a couple years Jeez. ago. God, what a good movie. I asked my kids. That's how I decided to do this. I was like, why am I putting in effort when I have children and I can say, what's your favorite? What do you like to watch near Halloween? And it actually shocked me. My daughter's first response. What? She screamed. Dracula. And I was like, the old one that you watch with me? And she goes, yeah, I love that movie. Sabella Lugosi Dracula. She loves it. Because she even was like, what the back comes Is this in? your pick? I, 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 I said, I, I told my kids, I was like, I want well, to. Well, it is family friendly. Yeah. Except for all and, the uh, sexual overtones. Yeah. But how often do you pick those up? I don't sexual know. overtones? According to, the, <laughs> according to all these right here, what do you call them? Uh, uh, restraining orders. I pick them up where they ain't existing. <laughs> so, so for my pick, I wanted to do Dracula, and I uh, and I literally asked my daughter why she likes it, and she goes, "What's well, what does EPO stand for?" What do you mean? What's EPO stand for? Isn't that what it is? EPO, like a restraining order, it's like something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Um, they didn't explain it to me. I asked the cop, but he didn't really want to talk. <laughs> Probably because he also has an EPO. Now, now, Mr. Lewis, we can't get within 50 yards of your I'm going to mace your ass. You give me those googly eyes, sir. <laughs> oh, is that how cops talk? Yeah, I mean, maybe bad, some of them. Bad, bad. Um, but so my daughter, she just liked it. She was like, well, it's creepy without really being scary, but it's it's really, it's great. Like I, She just liked watching And I was like, that's probably fair enough. I mean, it's... She she likes the special effects because they're not scary. As she always says, she goes, "What's?" Well, she didn't use the phrase tone. She goes, "It's a feeling, not what you see." Hmm. And I think that's true for most Universal monster films. Are you sure your daughter's not a witch? Um, she turned me into a newt. A newt. <laughs> I got better. Huh? Does she weigh as much as a duck? No, she a wooden duck. She does like to eat bread on water, though. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who doesn't? But I, 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 so I was like, well, what else can I do? Like chips, keep going. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg. Um, so I, I didn't know this though. So I was like, well, what am I going to say about Dracula? That if you've never seen the Bella Lugosi Dracula, go see it. We were actually going to do a whole episode on vampires and Dracula. And we, way to kill it. No, no, we will. <laughs> but I, I was trying to think about what I could say. I'm add. not really looking forward to that episode. Vampires. Um, you would. I like Dracula better than I Space did. Invaders. I, I, I knew it was based on the play, and Bella Lugosi played in the play. Mm -hmm. Do you know they were going to recast it for the film? Yep. Do you know who it was going to be? Mm -mm. Nope. It was. They wanted Lon Chaney Sr., and luckily for Bella Lugosi, he died. <laughs> but Bella Lugosi still wasn't going to get the role, and they used Bella Lugosi and basically guilting him to guarantee him the role. They had him go to Bram Stoker's uh, widow, hmm. and she wanted $200,000 if it was going to be made into a film. And Bella Lugosi, because the play had been so successful and made her so much money, said he wasn't even being paid by the studio, but they basically used him as an unofficial envoy to talk her down to $60,000. Hmm. Because they were going to do a literary adaptation straight from the book. And no one has still done it. Well, and that's what they said. They were like, oh, God. You know, the Great Depression was on. And they went, oh, God, that would be expensive. Let's just adapt that play. And that's how we got Dracula that we got. My daughter loves it. And I, and I was thinking, in reference to my daughter, she's uh, she does theater. And I wonder if that's one of the reasons she likes it. Because it very much 
is set up like a play. If you talk to her, you find out. I did. She said, I like Dracula. And I said, why? And she goes, because it's creepy without being creepy. It's a feeling. Okay. Same one she gets from Uncle Chad? No. No. That's creepy. (laughs) And and a bad touch film. No, No, wait. What? That's not true. Oh, that went dark. Yeah. All right. Hold on for one second. (laughs) That's terrible. I apologize. So, there's yours. Whose turn is it again? I guess that would be you. Well, here's what's funny. Try to take his again. Here's what's funny. (laughs) Is that I... My children love... Can you read his paper, Jed? I can't read it. I can't read it either. They love Mr. Boogie. (laughs) And my next one is a classic film, too. Because of some of the similar things that you have, I recommend Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. I would agree with that. They like that one. I, it is a family film. It has humor. I don't know why I didn't think of these. Well, I'm piss hmm. excellence. Anyway, hmm. it's a monster match. Is that why it burns so much? Pretty that, much. I don't think he... Excellence <laughs> comes out Some, like high octane, bitch. Somebody <laughs> should tell him that isn't excellence. That needs penicillin. Mmm, <laughs> guacamole. There's certain things that penicillin can't cure. Abbott and Costello Lewis meet, 14 got out of the lab, folks. Meet Draculars. I had to get all randy with that armadillo. Are you listening to me? Nope. <laughs> and the Wolfermans. The hapless duo are baggage handlers who encounter more than one classic screen monster at the McDoug- McDonald's. <laughs> McDougal's House of Horrors. Oh, my God. Horrors? If that, if that does, if our adult film writing, we need to write films such as <laughs> Dracula goes to McDonald's. I want the McCrib. It's out of season, sir. So, the reason I like it, not only referring back to it, we have the Wolfman played by Terry Carey Jr. What? What? Cheney Jr. Who plays Dracula in this movie? Wait, who plays Wolfman? Don Cheney Jr. Oh. Who plays Dracula in this movie? Dracula. They actually drug up blood. (laughs) Well, he's old jerky. Bella Lugosi. There you go. The only piece of person we were missing is... Boris Karloff. That's right. Basil Rathbone. <laughs> but he'll come up in another one of my picks. Really? Okay. Kind of, yeah. Right. Actually, Rathbone. Basil Rathbone. Hey, by the way... He is one of my... He's, he's my favorite actor to listen to Sherlock. Listen say, to do Sherlock. I would say, and, and, and Basil Rathbone, I mean, his name is Basil Rathbone. <laughs> like, I don't care... Dude, he was born to be Basil Rathbone. Yeah, like there's there's certain names like, oh, what's your name? Hank Coy. Nobody cares. What's your name? Basil Rathbone. Mm. All right, give him a contract. Yeah, I know. So I just think it's one of those family films that you can enjoy with your children. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I think it's still accessible to children if you have the right kind of child, specifically the humor. And it gets to introduce them in a non-scary way to, yeah. f- to three of the universal classic monsters. Chad. I'm going to spend a lot of time on it. Well, it's kind of funny, because, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this next one either, but it's kind of funny because Why how... Why you guys only leave <clears throat> one cheesy poof? Because I love cheesy poofs. You love cheesy poof. This jar is empty. Keep but, going. So James brought up a universal. You brought up a universal. I'm going to bring up what, I, be- what I believe in today. <laughs> what? I said a new world. <laughs> Have you oh. seen this movie, Vamp? <laughs> no, it's a. This is actually what I believe could be a possible to get to today's audience, younger kids, into Universal Monsters. Vamp, Frank and Weenie. 
Oh, uh, yeah. That came up on so many lists I looked it up, but I do not have an attachment to it. I have an attachment to it. Which I version even, are you talking about, Holmes? I'm talking about the new one All from right. 2012. The, the that stop one's a short film, right? The, the short, Tim Burton's first ever venture into filmmaking. That Frankie Wing. Which, by the way, I didn't realize until I bought the special edition of the Blu-ray of the of the stop motion. It was the kid from NeverEnding Story. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know that. And you what? Fuck you, Stranger Things. We've been singing that shit for years. Oh, God, yeah. Burned my ass. Mm-hmm. That's way, also out, something that you can fix with penicillin. I, I want to point out, though. <laughs> Actually, I don't know him boys are fixed with the true, The true tragedy, and, and literally, I, it, it still plays for people that have seen that film. You mentioned one horse drowning in a swamp. And you can ruin somebody's day. I literally, 30-year-old people going, what's the name of that horse in the never-ending story that he can't get out of the swamp and it drowns? Oh, uh, Atreyu? Atreyu's yeah. the guy. guy. No, uh, but it's, uh, uh, it doesn't matter. But all you have to do swamp is Swamp Horse. All you have to <laughs> Come do is Come out ask, of the horse. Well, I never saw this coming. Why did I name you Swamp Horse? <laughs> Tragedy Swamp Horse. <laughs> Oh, drowned me? Get out of that water. Come on, tragedy. Drowned up. Swamp him. Drowned up. Come on out of here. Cuts his hooves. Just to see colors. Come on. Whoever's a horse who's self-harming. Come on out of here, old self-harming neck. I love that about that movie. It's self-harming like, nag is the funniest thing I've said in a month to me. Self-harming nag. Yes. I think you have to work on that. Maybe, 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 maybe Neverending Story should be on our list because there's parts of that movie, like, as a kid. Yeah, I, it's I, terrifying. The, the nothing, I remember the, the nothing horse, is scary. Yeah. The wolf working for the nothing that's devoured by the nothing. The wolf is good, does it doesn't really get to me. You know what got to me as a kid? What? Those stupid things he has to walk through. The statues. Yeah, those are scary, but not as scary as so far. Sorry. Uh, but no, I just thought about that because I was actually, I brought it up. It is scary. I brought the, it the, up. The sphinxes. Yeah. And, yeah. and you see that guy in a suit of armor. And yeah, well, he's got a suit of armor. He's way better armed than, holy Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, if only we had so far back here to put in front of us. <laughs> Version. We need to blend. Every five minutes is another depressing day. <laughs> we need to blend, and we lost jokes. Yeah, we need. <laughs> I love how we went into freaking weedy. Now it's self-harming nag and never-ending story. We need to blend. Um, it's the hardest I've left in a long we, time. We need to somehow take um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy's yeah. humor. And blend it in with a fantasy story, just so we can have Marvin the paranoid android as Joe's horse. I pray for death daily. <laughs> Why, when we run into battle, do you run directly at the sword's horse? <laughs> All right, I'm good. For, I'm good. So I you... pray for impalement. <laughs> no, That's I'm not funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Razor horse. Gets Razor. All sorts. Did you know this was the first ever feature length black and white animated movie? First ever. According to a f- more than one website. I didn't realize this. I, no, I didn't know that. It doesn't. It surprised me because hmm. I thought there would be some animated. But I guess, you know, Disney was the first one to have an animated 
feature length. It was it was color. Yeah, and I guess. But anyway, no, I just the reason I put this on the list is because, especially with kids today, I feel like it is These a kids gate, today. It feels like it's a gateway for them to get into Universal Monsters. Drugs. We'll find that too, but no, um, they they see it. They they, they it gets interested into into Frankenstein, and and then at the end when all the others turn, it gets them more into monsters, and that may then you can lead them into. I, I swear, Universal. I remember the original one with Daniel Stern more than I remember the new one. I really, I really do we, enjoy. We it. watched the original, or uh, I'm sorry, the movie. Um, Amelia was still little. It would have been, I mean, Silas was too little to remember. But I mean, it worked on Amelia. She was very sad. They lost his spoiler. They lost the dog, and then him. Well, it's called out. Franken Weenie. You would think it would even know something happens to the dog. <laughs> well, but then he. The, but Not I mean, necessarily. I mean, maybe could be a hot dog. Yeah, maybe it's maybe he's a very honest dog. He's just very frank, and he's a wiener dog, so he's Franken Weenie. Like when people go and watch Franken Hooker, they're going to go. That Hooker makes it out okay. <laughs> that doesn't she really? Franken Hooker <laughs> doesn't keep she? going. <laughs> That's Patty, not a kid for Patty, Patty Mullen turned us down to do the show. She was she was already dead inside. She was already dead inside. <laughs> Speaking of sperm, who's good? Who's are you done? I'm done. Okay, who's next? Oh, well, I, I I'm gonna break the rule because I'm gonna go PG-13. So. I, no. I saw it. He asked to um, no because this is one of the biggest bullshit ratings of that. Of, this is this is what I was gonna bring up. It's it's Adam's family. Yeah, I don't see that PG-13 either. It's, yeah. Well, and what's funny is. To me, there's no reason for it to be PG-13 because I love, I love, and I one day hope to just be in the same room as John Aston because I, I grew up watching The Addams Family with my my dad and the original We have one. begged um, many cons, including LexCon and Scarefest, to get John Aston. I would, I, and he, we he, pulled he still every does appearances string. sometimes. But anyway... Um, so I am not besmirching the the original the original show, no. um, but the movie, this movie, the Raw Julia movie, um, is it's the most accurate to the comics. Matter of fact, the opening of the movie where they it opens with Christmas carolers, and it shows them you know, the the Christmas carolers keep going, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, what's this? And then they pour boiling oil on them. Mm-hmm. That's an original comic. The scene of the guy in the train. Well, Barry he, Sonnenfeld is a huge comic yeah. book nerd anyway. And he, but the, I didn't know that. The guy in the train that looks out and he sees mm-hmm. Raul Julia's face is huge and all. That's it's an original That's Barry Sonnenfeld, the director, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Barry Sonnenfeld. And so he, I mean, he used the original. <coughs> there's so much of that. And the reason I say that is it's, it's crap that it's PG-13 rating is these were published in the New Yorker in the 1950s, 60s, you know, and, and they weren't censored. <coughs> so... Uh, but my kids love it. They absolutely love it. Matter of fact, we're we're gonna go probably tomorrow and see the new animated one. You're not taking um, me. You want to go? I can't. I have a child. Well, I'm taking mine with me. Mm, mine's two. Yeah. Well, we all we all we all have <coughs> across the bed. Yeah, I'm not um, sure what what are, when I'm gonna pop that movie cherry. You know. We did it with a Muppet film, and that worked well. I remember that. Yeah, um, we were I there. Was there. But anyway, we. Uh, well, you used to care. We uh, Chad's leaving. He can't take this. I spilled all my anymore. coke on my crotch, and now I'm starting to cough. You didn't get it can on I, my couch, can, did you? You know, can what I have another one that? while you're up? Since you was up, can I have one? Mm, sure. Can I get a cold? One? <laughs> 
Uh, Can we no. keep on doing the show? Uh, Someone's <laughs> listening right now. Did these fuckers just I'm get sorry. up and drink a Coke? Did you just laugh oh, for three minutes oh, about self-harming <laughs> nag? Yeah, no, no, I still think it's hilarious. If they're still listening after your Muttley impersonation. <laughs> um, oh, no, they love on. it when I crunch shit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, anyway, um, people watching the video go, these guys are jerks. We I, we is. We is. Anyway, um, no, it's my kids love it because they know it's, I mean, even my daughter probably first watched the original, the first Adam Family movie. I think maybe Adam Family Value gets a little bit darker because you do have them roasting somebody alive. Over no, it's a, it's quite a bit darker. Yeah, yeah. But the first movie, I mean, I think my daughter watched it five. She thought it was funny. It's nothing, you know, it's. It's about family, really. I mean, they're they're trying to get their uncle back. They think he is the uncle. It turns out he is the uncle. Uh, but you know, and so my kids love it, and and it's it's not Halloween to them until they've seen the Adams Family. And I watched <laughs> the original series still. We watched it. And by the way, I watched the first episode of the original Adams Family today. And speaking of John Aston, Mister Aston, if you happen to watch this at one point, I'll be shocked. But you know that first episode. Wednesday and Pugsley find out they have to go to school. They go to school and then they read them a fairy tale and they find out that the knight kills the dragon. She comes home and she's crying. And honestly, the Adams Family, the original series and the movie, I think the portrayal of fatherhood in that is is solid. A family. It's yeah. He's not as most of the fathers at that time were portrayed as doofuses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they but, still I are mean, when, all the way when, through Home Improvement if, and several others as a dumbass dad. Yeah. It's actually a stereotype that drives me crazy sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was talking to my not students. Not that I'm not uh, a dumbass dad. But. I was talking to my students about that though, and I'm like, I it makes me angry, and at the same time, I'm part of the problem because I love Homer Simpson. I love. Yeah. I love Peter Griffin. I, so I. I I'm hypocritical, but it still irks me sometimes. But, you know, if you watch that first episode of the series, when Wednesday is crying, before he ever knows what's wrong, he grabs her and he hugs her and he holds her. And and I think that's that's so cool that, yes, they have voodoo and they have all this stuff going yeah. on. But at the end of the day, it's still all about family. And I think kids pick up on that. It's like, okay, yeah, they like weird stuff. But you know what? When one of them's in trouble, they show up. Yeah. All right, who's up next? That would be you. Are you done? Yeah. Right. Swing low. So this is tough for me. This is another one that's not recent. Okay. Because I just kept throwing the recent ones out. This is an animated film, and I watch it every year. Oh, okay. I know what you're doing. Yeah, well... It's the adventures of Ichabod, Ichabod and Mr. Mr. Toad. Toad. That was that was one my kids mentioned too. Yep. It is one That's of That's the only reason I didn't look it up. I know Thus the Basil Rathbone comes back too. He's the one oh, who you narr- also have a big Crosby. Well, he narrates Mr. Toad. So there's a few things about this when I started looking it up because I watch it every year. I love it. It's really, I don't so much watch. I just point out me and James are playing a leg sandwich right now. Whatever gets you through the night. Mm, help me make it through, through the, the night. night. So, I always watch the Headless Horseman. It's a denim year, triangle. Mm. Along with one other thing that I want to talk about. <laughs> real quick to end. I hope it's like the Bermuda Triangle and we get trapped. More chafing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we here today. Oh, <laughs> Man, we have now I with... am a self-harming horse. <laughs> Mag! Mag! We've came up with more episode titles we could use for this episode. Yeah. I'm yeah. sticking with the first one. The song Headless Horseman is considered one of the darkest songs written for a Disney film. Much like Worthless from The Brave Little Toaster 
and Hellfire from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Which is they a dark, all dark three song. were nearly cut from all those films. One of Disney's four package films, by the way, there's only four package films that were released theatrically okay. by Disney. What were they? I don't know all of them. During World War II, the studio... Our adult film studio will make a lot of package films. <laughs> <laughs> During World War II, the studio lost a lot of its manpower and resources, which left us with countless unfinished ideas, too long for shorts and too short for features. So in, is Fantasia a package film? No. Inventive as Disney was, it stuck short Indeed. ideas together into feature-length movies. So you'll see also... Make Mine Music, yep. Melody Time, and Fun and Fancy 3. Fun and Fancy 3 uh, are the other Make three. Mine Music. What was the other one? Melody Time and Fun and Fancy Free. I think Make 46, Mine. 47, 48. One of those is considered a semi unofficial. Ichabod and Mr. Toes from 49. One of those is considered a semi unofficial follow up to. I didn't know it was that old. Uh, to uh, Song of the South. Look that up, but I'm pretty sure one of those is considered. Despite its horror fiction elements, the short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, has a happy ending. That was the other thing when I was going back to this. I was like, oh, I did read it. It's Washington Irving. He makes it clear that Ichabod gets away. The yeah. Disney movie does not. No. In any way, shape, or form. It's a mystery of whether or not he survived. Yeah, it's a mystery, yeah. A mystery? A mystery. It's a mystery about a nag who cut itself. But Happy think, ending for all three of its main characters: Bob Bruns and Katrina Von Tossel Mary, which happens in the in the in the movie. But Ichabod Crane leaves Terrytown and Sleepy Hollow forever, finds work and success elsewhere. He keeps school at other places and studies law, and is admitted to the bar and acts as a lawyer and a politician. And is last heard of as a justice of the Ten Pound Court. <clears throat> which, by the way, the the the, jo- the uh, Johnny Depp, Tim Burton, Christina Ricci film does not follow that ending either i don't know no but i don't know that it necessarily falls too much other than the hessian shoulder the soldier which actually would be accurate but it was written several years post that time it's actually i think washington irving wrote it a 10 or 20 i think it might have been 10 years after the time was actually takes place and 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 if you're gonna he's an american you, it's a considered one of those American author, American stories, he, one of the first American he is the famous first American author. However, he didn't write the damn thing. He wrote it when he was visiting in Europe. Yeah. Well, and the other part about it is, it, not that it that is, matters. I just found it, it fascinating. It is very much quote unquote of its time. There's a lot of slavery. There's a lot of racism in it. Yes, oh, right. I agree. I, they're um, blatant as if, as you're reading it. Yeah. Well, from I, the author. And again, by the way. Commenting Again, on several races. Product of its time, yeah. per se, but the dude was probably a douchebag. Probably. Um, yeah, but, but the thing about that is, is that um, the... the Are you going to say something? That story... You should watch The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. You Hall. should, and that story itself gets played up so many times. One of my favorite examples of it is Cronenberg's use of it in, in Dead Zone. That's oh. the story that that Christopher Walken, you'll like it. Johnny it, Smith. Yeah, you'll like it. It's about a school teacher who gets yeah. And he, he actually quotes the line that is in the short mm-hmm. story, being a bachelor, actually he quotes it later on after he wakes up, being a bachelor and then nobody's particular dead, nobody worried their head about it. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, but the Disney version works so well. And I can remember being a kid and when, when Brom Bones tells the story and does the song, when I was really little, Brom Bones is a jerk, and it, that the song creeped me out more than when he was being chased by the Headless Horseman. And Bing Crosby nails it, knocks it out of the park. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful little piece of just, it, it's one of my favorite things of all time. It was one of, uh, for most people who follow the show, you know that I'm basically just the 
fucking failed filmmaker. One of my dreams was always to make my own version of it. I always knew how I'd open the movie, and and, and Tim Burton eventually got to do it, of course. And and by the way, I, I really enjoyed Tim Burton's do movie. I. I, it's not for kids. No. I don't know this particularly. There is a version you could watch with kids. The... Uh, if you can find it, I used to have it on VHS and I sold it is for a lot of money. Is this the Jeff Goldblum? Uh, the Jeff Goldblum, um, Dick Butkus as Broad Bones film, Sleep, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. I don't know that I'd recommend it. I don't know if I would either, but I mean, it is. If you're a Jeff Goldblum purist. Yeah, then you probably should yeah. see it. <clears throat> no, but The Legend of Sleepy because, Hollow. Because uh, uh, the Headless Horseman uh, finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of my favorite things. It's it, I, it's I have, one of my favorite things as well. It, I watched it every Halloween we, as a kid. We've watched it several. We have a Halloween party every year, and it's came up more than once, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though we've all seen it, we'll slip it in between in our oh yeah our yeah. Uh, <clears throat> reindeer games. I watch it even. You know, actually, I watch it for some reason often near Christmas too, and I think it's because it feels cold. I think so too. That's yeah. a good point. That's like good point. obviously the beginning, the beginning is Halloweenish, but the crops are brought in. Near, like by the mm-hmm. time the film really gets to its quote unquote meat, it's winter. Yeah, it's it's cold. It's and so I like to watch it near Christmas. Uh, all right, Chad. So I struggle with my last pick. The first two came out right away because of I struggle with Hashimoto syndrome. But what I'm gonna Dude, have to I'm gonna okay. have to, I'm gonna have to <laughs> make my. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Do you like playing video games? Is that racist? No, that's Yoshi syndrome. I Ooh. love I love them lizards. Put the footer on my crotch. Thanks for that text <laughs> message, Tad. You're welcome. Tad? Oh, Tad. <laughs> but no, my last pick is going to be... Um, I, it's going to be a Tim Burton double shot. I'm going to talk about Beetlejuice. Well... Because so, it is PG, and this is was what I was going to do. About. I couldn't remember if it was PG or PG thirteen, PG. and I knew one of you would pick it, so I left it off my list. Yeah, and this this was, it is a nice fucking model. Yes, and this is what I was saying about how the fact that that's PG and the Adams Family's because this was my example. P, Adams Family's PG thirteen, Beetlejuice, nice fucking model. He walks into a brothel. He grabs his dick. Quite he a bit. grabs his dick. He there is a child marriage. <laughs> in it and it's yep. pg that being said it is amazing it's a great it's a great halloween movie i don't actually that's just a good movie uh, some the south park guys have made more than one joke about that being the last uh, creative tim burton film mm. i don't know that i agree with that yeah but I, big fish I actually was going to say uh, Ed Wood, but yes, go ahead. Well, but Big Fish was Big Fish was after Ed Wood, so that's I, why. I, yeah, I, I'm a big Ed Wood, and then I don't know well, much about that after that. I do well, like I mean, parts Ed of Big Wood's Fish. my one of, is probably one of my top two favorite movies of all time, but I'm not arguing that. But Big Fish, it, it's well, pretty at least good. The South Park guys can point to how their films are more creative. I don't know what that. Anyway. I don't either. I no, like, but, I love both of those movies. Yeah, no, yeah, but there's two of them. But Beetlejuice is is quintessential Halloween for me. I mean, granted, it doesn't take place on Halloween. Yeah. But it involves ghosts. It involves monsters. It has everything. I think that's another reason I didn't put it on my list. One, I knew one of you would do it. Same thing with Adam's Family, and two, I don't know that it. Yes, you're absolutely right, but I don't feel it around Halloween. Yeah, I watch it around October. Can I tell you a movie while you're talking really quick that that was on a lot of lists mm-hmm. and I think is bullshit because it's a Christmas movie? Nightmare Before Christmas. Gremlins. 
Gremlins is on a lot of lists. Gremlins was on more. Google it. It, it was movie. on several. Huh? It's it not a heartwarming. It has a heartwarming story about her dad. That being Santa. Gremlins yeah. is a Christmas Heart- movie. It's a it Christmas movie. Not a Halloween movie, but it's on several Halloween lists. When you get a chance, later Google it. Okay. It's more than one. Yeah, I didn't Google any lists. These were just things that came Are off. You the making fun of me? A little bit. He uses Fuck the you. Google. Anyway, I, so I love to compare. No, Go Beetlejuice ahead. is amazing. I've a, heard that about you. It's an amazing movie. Usually come up short. Uh, Tim Burton put his heart and soul into it, and uh, if we if we didn't have Beetlejuice, we wouldn't have Michael Keaton as Batman. It was a flawed movie. They had to go back and re-edit it, right? Yeah. There's a well, bunch of And there's of even, quote-unquote, cameos by Jack Skellington and some of the early model work. If you go back and look, the, the carousel, uh-huh. that's an early model of Jack Skellington's head is on the top of it. So, I mean, it obviously influenced a lot of other stuff that mm-hmm. would follow it. And it also spawned one of the best animated series in, in That's period. what I was going to say. My kids, uh, the, their list, the, the, what I have the rest to talk about, technically is at movies, because my daughter actually flat out said, uh, well, you have to talk about something, Dad. Well, yeah. what? Though I know I should be wary, still I venture someone sca- somewhere scary, ghastly haunting, I turn loose. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. My kids love the animation. And my show. three- and five-year-old still will ask me, Daddy, can we watch the Beetlejuice cartoon? And I think I didn't watch it growing that, up. I think what's funny about that is like one of Dana's last Halloweens where she went trick or treating, she went as Lydia from the Beetlejuice Juice. cartoon, and all she did was basically get the red yeah. or whatever, and then put the spider webs on it with the marker paint, and it looked perfect, by the way. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think there's something about that character, and I like the way the cartoon is fundamentally different. I don't know why they didn't bring that child marriage into the cartoon, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that, you know, you get a quote-unquote mellower Beetlejuice, but in some way in the cartoon, he's actually even more slimy because he's just terrible to everybody. Like, in the netherworld, he has neighbors that want to try to be nice to him, and all he does is just be an absolute Absolutely. jerk to him. Yeah, he's not a nice man, in the, and he's not a nice man in the movie either. And, but it's, it's, Is it on stream? What streaming... Is it on? I, I, I own series. the complete series. Oh, of course you two do. So, but yeah, no. Uh, so Beetlejuice was my We're pick. We're fans. Posers. Yeah. <laughs> you posers. In fact, if you, if you gave me a list of top ten movies, if I had to, definitely Ed Wood and Beetlejuice would both be in the top ten. So... Well, it's because Beetlejuice it's is... A very it was movie. quintessential for me as a kid. Is a very creative movie. It's, well, There's not much like me. No, it's and what it's, got me. It's what made me want to do movies as a kid. Is what, this can be done? Well, There's and it's not so, much like Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. It it is it, it and Edward Scissorhands both have that weird genre blending. Yeah, and Edward Scissorhands to me is a Christmas movie as well. You know, but, yeah, um, even though it doesn't take place on Christmas, but yeah, but I agree with that. Yeah, it's, but it's a very much it a Christmas feels movie. like a Christmas movie. It does. Um, and Gremlins is a Christmas movie. And so is Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, it's just... Uh, actually, I think that's a year-round movie. No. <laughs> Sorry, James. You're a real fan. No, anyway. but no, I'm I, not a real fan I of think, that movie. I think the funny part of... See, that's one of Dana's all-time favorites. I know it is. I like that and Corpse Bride. But I think... Corpse Bride, I think, is one you could watch with kids. My kids like yeah. it. Um, but I think those movies work so well because... They take the surreal. Tim Burton's very much a surreal, you know, his surreal thing. And but we see we see the subdivisions mm-hmm. in both of those films. We see this, and then you have this 
I think in Beetlejuice you have the mother who thinks she's all avant-garde, and then Catherine, you have somebody, the great Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, but then you have somebody that's literally you have the monsters that you know, no, 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 you think that's weird. Let me show you weird. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's something about the juxtaposition of. Hey, coach! I don't think we made it. <laughs> <laughs> the the outcome. The, oh well, and even that entire Netherworld seed where he's in the office. I mean, yeah. the the stuff in the background on that. The God for the Recently Deceased. Ceased. All of that stuff is just great. Uh, so, no, I love it. I, I, so, I agree. I think there's so much to those. But then you get the animated series after it. And the animated series what we're in, what, three seasons? Yep. That's it? Which no, we're in four seasons. Four, four seasons. seasons. Uh, but, by the way, a movie spinoff cartoon usually gets one season. Yeah, if that. And, and so, No, I just remember it being on quite a bit. I, well, I it, it was on, on both Fox and ABC, and actually they had two different intros for it. Because mm-hmm. they broadcast them differently. Mm-hmm. So you actually had two different intros. One was more had more of the computer animation, if I remember, yeah. and the other one was more traditional. So I think you get to the looking at these, these things. and The ones that my kids brought up that weren't, so they wanted me to bring up the Beetlejuice cartoon, I know, um, but also Garfield. And ah! It's not... Well, you said you that was your last one. No, I, well, I, well, I won't listen. Okay, well, let's, let's let's take a second. We'll come back. Oh, God. One of my, you were saying, it's also one of my favorites that I wanted to just say at the end. One of my favorite things of all time. One of my fondest memories from childhood is the Garfield Halloween special. Well, and I had the book. And I st- it, it, and that's by the way, you one still got your the, third pick, by the way. That's the animation one that doesn't still hold up, but I still love it. Mm-hmm. Well, but, you know, I had the book that Jim Davis did off of it. And there's an extra scene in the book. that I've, ne- I've never seen it. Do you still have it? I, I, I probably do it in my parents' house somewhere. Get your ass up there and get it. it. I love it. Well, I'll probably be up there soon this week. Uh, but... There's an extra scene, and if you've ever seen, you wanted to give them a brief summary because yeah, well, Beetlejuice, Gar- most people have seen. Garfield, but- I think a lot of people probably, well, Garfield is a cat, <laughs> Odie is a dog, they don't necessarily get along, and Garfield likes lasagna and likes to be like But he doesn't, what doesn't he like, Joe? He doesn't like Mondays. Which is weird because he's a cat, he don't have a job. Yeah. So, Garfield decides to go out trick-or-treating. Odie goes with him. They, they have well, he invites nice... Odie because he tells Odie that if Odie get gets candy, candy yeah. but if Odie, if good dogs help the cat, they get one piece of candy of their very own. <laughs> right, right, right. Because Garfield's a dick. <laughs> There's such a great Garfield joke in Zombieland too. Anyway, moving right along. Um, so they find a real haunted house where the ghost pirates are coming back that night and guess what? The ghost pirates come back that night and I don't want to ruin what happens. Right. Well, in the cartoon, or in the in the comic that he did, the strips that he did, yeah. when he adapted it, he had an extra scene, which I remember it, and I always am like, oh man, I wish that was missing because they find, Garfield finds all the their, their, their loot, basically, their right. jewels and all that stuff. And Garfield is goofing around with it before they come back, going, oh, it's just a story, whatever. And he puts on a ring, and he keeps the ring on. And then he, when he finally makes it back, he thinks it's all over. And in the cartoon, he turns on, and they're like, oh, pirate movie. Yeah. Well, in the, in the comic strip, if I'm remembering correctly, before he turns on the TV, there's 
he turns around and there's a ghost standing there and it just points at the ring and he goes, oh, ah, and he gives back the ring. The ring's not in the in the cartoon. No, mm-hmm. no. But I always remember that scene because for a kid that loved Garfield mm-hmm. uh, but was easily scared when I was younger, I remember I, that probably, what, 85? I would have been 84 five. 84 or 85 Five probably. or six, yeah, I would have got that. Really, because it's one I, of the first, if not the first, Garfield special. I, I think it may be the first one. Do you know, I Chad? Love they made a ton of them. Yeah. yeah, well, I have the whole you box them on, set. Yeah, you can get them on DVD. One uh-huh. DVD now has all three of them on because my kids watched them today. Yeah. Um, because we started watching the Halloween one, and then Amelia was like, Can we watch the Thanksgiving one? Can we watch the Christmas one? So we just <laughs> oh, God, I love both. I love um, all three of those so much more than I do the Peanuts. Yeah, yeah I never, like, I could never get into that. It's, it's, it's a great pumpkin. It's a great pumpkin. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I got a rock. Good for you. Take that rock and beat yourself in the face with it, Charlie Brown. Anyway. The only person um, I liked out of Peanuts was Pigpen. Of course you did. You filthy, filthy bugger. I actually always thought about... What's your last one? I always thought about Schroeder. Because I'm like, dude, that guy's talented. Like, he's a musical genius. And he's hanging around with, like, oh, things don't go my way. Shut up, Charlie Brown. I'm a musical genius. (laughs) I could be playing without... What's your last one, Thelma? Well, it was going to be Garfield until you got all uppity. Uh, Anyway, um... The other thing my kids love, and it, you can get it on DVD. I've got to order a copy because they literally wore out our old copy. There's a Disney sing-along DVD. Disney uh, Haunted Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it takes it a lot of the Halloween songs, but then a lot of public domain songs. Spooky, uh, five, spooky scale, uh, five spooky pumpkins, whatever. And my kids love it. As a matter of fact, my daughter... Um, you know, she's getting at the age where she's trying to figure out what she needs to grow out of. And she goes, I wish I could kind of watch that again. I know I'm too old for it. Which, by the way, I call BS on. I do, too. Because I'm like, you know she's what? She's been too old for that for years. I, no, I, I'm of I'm, I'm the mindset. like, Get I, her some showgirls and show her what it's about. <laughs> there's a terrible, there's a horror film. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, it defies the laws of physics. Physics. <laughs> nope, just the one physic. Just the one physic. No, she's really good on that pole. I was talking um, about the pool. Oh. Uh, but you know the. Uh, but yeah, I, I I've gotten to the point. The older I get, the more I realize if I like something, uh, I don't care. I mean, if it doesn't hurt anybody, if I want to watch, uh, actually for some reason it just popped in my head. Wally, Wally, if you're listening, hi Wally. Wally doing the uh, when he would talk about Jingle All the Way. The holiday classic jingle all the way. way yeah, that's um, a terrible impersonation of Wally, Wally. impersonating Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, well, I who did it really well. By the way, that is actually now considered a holiday classic for some stupid reason. Um, oh, the other Sinbad, one. bad. Never the, forget the other one that my kids like that everybody will groan after because I always House and I do it. I do it for Wally. Uh, every year we do a Halloween quote. I've been doing some of them on Twitter. Who's the scared? Account. Ernest scared stupid. Uh, which I'm is, I thought you were going to bring. I that thought one. you were. I, the, oh, you know what? The reason because I'm not a fan. I watched I. it again. I, I the, the Chiodo brothers work on that. I like. I, yeah, and a lot honestly, of the creatures work, but you honestly, you about killed me here one Halloween drunk because I'd never actually watched it, and you all made me watch it. Do you think watching it intoxicated might have been some of the problem? You didn't no, I think it helped. Because I'll be honest, Eartha Kitt is a gem in anything that she's in. If you disagree, you're Hitler and deserve to be burned at the stake. Her, Paul Newman, and James Dean. Eartha Kitt, I'm mm. telling you. She was talented. Eartha Kitt. Best Catwoman. That's what happened. Mm. Best Catwoman, Eartha Kitt. 
yeah. No, not Julie Newmar. The one, it was either it's either Eartha Kitt or the one from the movie. Michelle Pfeiffer. No, the the Adam West movie. Yeah, oh, there's I honestly, three. Of them. I honestly thought you were gonna say Halle Berry, and I was gonna no. have to punch <laughs> you. That would have been hilarious. Anyway, what's your? Uh, is that your last one? The, the only thing I finally I looked at Silas, my son, and I said, "You haven't chatted much." And he goes, "You know what's one of the coolest parts about Halloween?" No, son. That's why I'm asking you this question so Daddy can talk about it on the show. I figure it's better than me grasping the straws. He goes. That's when they bring out the Halloween skins on Fortnite. He said, skeletons, dude. You can be a skeleton in the game. Okay, thanks, son. This is great. So, evidently, if you have a child that plays Fortnite, skeletons. You can be a skeleton in the game. Huh. Actually, the the skeleton skin name, let me look this up. Joe, you want to throw out What's a What's your honorable mention? mentions? I have a couple. My honorable mentions, one is Christy's honorable mention, and she's right. I, although, I think it's a little dark. It depends on your child. Is Monster House directed by Gil King? Man, that is dark. And That's scary. a good movie, though. It is a good movie. It's a good movie. It is animated, but I don't know. There's a couple of those that are pretty dark. There's you know, there's Paranormal. Here's Paranormal. the problem I have with uh, Monster House. But I like Monster House. The, the, I, I, I like better. Monster House, but the only problem I have with Monster House is the animation. I don't. It's, it's very choppy. It's 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 dated now. I mean, the animation. Um, I don't. I, I, I recommend that one, and the other one I recommend is also a dark film, but it's not as dark as the original book. Is the early eight? There's a Watcher in the Woods, but I don't particularly care for that as far as early '80s films where there were Disney films. The one that I would recommend uh, <clears throat> is Something Wicked This Way Comes. No, that's a good one. Yeah, but that is. But I, mean, I haven't seen is. it in a long time, and I don't know that it's an. E- is it easy to find? Does anybody own it? I don't own it. That now I don't know if it's. I never had that connection it, to it. But that, I don't really have a conne- I have connection to scenes in it. Yeah. So I don't own it. But I was trying to think of something that was a little darker, a little edgier, and it is Disney made, but it's something wicked this way comes. And it is. It's it's darker. I mean, Royal Dano much. is also in something. Wicked. Oh, he is. Yes, he is. Because huh. he never stopped working. Because he's a minch. All right. What are some of the honorable mentions that our fans mentioned? Is it, is it, is it well, Halloween get, Town, Halloween um, Town Two, they, Three. They brought up Halloween Town, Little Shop of Horrors, but that's PG thirteen. Unless you, what's the old one? Is the old one PG? I'm assuming uh, it is. Yeah, probably. Jack Nicholson. But um, let me let me go into my honorable mentions and we'll get into our, our um, responses on on on. Facebook. Yeah, I just want to make sure we. Um, and some of a, some of a, mine, you respond to us. We'll we'll give you a shout out. Some of mine are, were actually on the list. So, um, the the double shot of again of uh, Coraline and Paranorman. Coraline, Coraline, which I just, other mother. Is, it is terrifying. Is, it's terrifying, but that book is amazing. Um, Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. <laughs> yeah, that was on there, and I thought, is that a Halloween movie? Uh, it's about monsters. It's not really Halloween, yeah. but um, and then uh, recently. The house with a clock in its walls, Eli Roth. So I didn't see that. I've still not seen it. Is it good? My kids. I enjoy it. My kids. So I. It's my favorite Eli Roth film. And if you've (gasps) read the book. Over Green Inferno? If you've read the book, he does a pretty decent. By the way, Green Inferno is not a good movie. But if you read the book, the book is a kid's book, but it doesn't back away from some stuff. There's some. I mean, just even the emotion going into that book, he loses his parents. And that's not a dwelling point so much in the story in the movie, but in the book it plays much more of a role. And there's, if I remember correctly, he doesn't cause an eclipse in the movie, does he? 
I don't remember. So, but uh, I took so Amelia begged to see it when it came out. So I actually got to see it in theaters, and then I think we bought it on Blu-ray. But no, House with the Clock on Its Walls is a good one. But that the author for that, whose name is escaping me, wrote a ton, and he only recently passed away. They've been tried. They tried to make that into a film for years, but it for years hasn't been developed. Actually, it's produced by Spielberg. It's a darker right. story. Yeah. It's, a, I mean, even the book. But if if you like Harry Potter, uh, if your kids like Harry Potter, I would recommend pick up some books by that author. There's the the Ghost in the Mirror is another one, but he doesn't back away from you know he believes scary is scary, and um, the, right. the so, warlock that's after them in the in the movie and in the book is is very much like as an adult reading it, it's like no, I don't want that dude after me either. But no, so some of the mentions from our from our from our post, Hocus Pocus made a lot a hit got hit okay, a lot of Okay, so let's talk real quick about why we didn't pick Hocus Pocus. I don't I, like it. I don't like it either. I would have actually picked it. It's it's something to be honest, no. It's a huge movie and honestly if we were going by what's popular, it should have been our number one movie. Yes. Well and, and flip side of that It's right up there with Christmas I, Vacation for Christmas. I didn't have a huge attachment to it until quite frankly I got married. My wife loves it. I want, and we saw it on the big screen about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, Hattiesburg, the Sanger Theater, which is is the historical theater. Um, every year for the past, I guess, four years, has been doing a big screen, and it's 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 they do that, and then later on they do Rocky Horror, and they both have a festival type feel. You go down a few hours well, early. That might be fun. They have all that stuff, and I'll I be honest, seeing it in the big screen, and I appreciate. Uh, Doug Jones ten times more. Well, yeah, now. Doug Jones. Um, but I Mick mean, Garris, who we've talked about on the show, and we told you to follow his uh, podcast. But he won't do it. Well, uh, no, he won't do ours. <laughs> but he has he has talked to me, so that's not. Yeah, true. yeah. And, uh, and he, he was no. nice enough to have to say no to say no. Yeah. Uh, rather than this, and he will but, comment on stuff on. But he's, Mick he's Garris, uh, Mick Garris wrote, wrote the story. Yeah, um, it was a little darker the original version. And allegedly, there is a there. If you're a fan of it, by the way, and I, like I said, it's grown on me because I see the effect it has. Like my daughter, when we went to see it, she was living her best life with her soda, her popcorn, and she'd seen the movie a thousand times, but on the big screen, and it was like I no. get it. I wanted to go watch the Evil Dead trilogy Friday and could not figure out a way to get away from work. I am. But it, it's one of those things, and I appreciate it now, and I appreciate the fact that it is. I mean, you know, it's 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 a blended age movie. It really is. Like, you know, it it, it has not only a huge following. I'm not going to say cult. It has a huge following, and it brings families together. Yeah, and I I can't give a better compliment. Than so that, I know. So I I, it I, mean, is, I know that sounds very cliche, but I agree with you 100. I don't eighteen think I can give to a twenty year old me. I just don't like <laughs> eighteen to twenty year old me dismissed it. Now I'm like, no, this is fun. It's fun to watch. So I will defend it. That being said, there is a novel that's a follow-up, and then allegedly about the sequel. They do this every year. Well, but Disney Plus, Disney Plus is doing it. It's, it's going to be direct to Disney Plus, but they don't know if the original cast is going to be involved. So there's already people online going to hell with that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But I, I think and Kathy and Jimmy is going to be where Lexington Comic Con. Lexington Comic Con in the spring. Come by and see me. But I think the, uh, or her, is <laughs> the case, baby, because Joe is not Go give late. the Greers all your moolah. But, um, but no, I, so I, I think that, uh, but as I was watching it with that idea in mind, and, and every year they have said, oh, it's going to be, and matter of fact, Bette Midler has been asked a thousand times, and she goes, I'd love to do it, let me know. Yeah. Um, 
the uh, but I, I think what's interesting about that is as I was watching it with my kids in the theater, I was like, man, there are a ton of ways you could do a follow up to this because there were other witches that are referenced, never directly, but you know, it's not like, oh, the Sandersons were the only witches ever. There's like, no, there were other ones, and they're the last ones. So mm. that world is left to play with. So we what's some other ones, Chad? Uh, we got Casper. That's one. Actually, I enjoyed that as a as a young person. Yeah. I didn't. I, wouldn't that, Casper works for me because the cameos that I loved. James has something to say about every these. Dan, well, no, it's like he's until a Dan Aykroyd's last appearance as a Ghostbuster. Until yeah, you got Clint Eastwood's in that movie as a cameo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the there's keeper. there's so many things in that movie that if you enjoyed genre films of that time, you're like, oh, it was a lot of fun. I saw it in a theater at Fugits when it came out, so I enjoyed it at that time. I doubt that I'd care for it now. We also got the Ghost of Mr. Chicken, which is, I, which oddly enough, my kids, it didn't occur film. to me to put on until you just said it. My yeah. kids watched that actually. That was the first quote unquote horror movie I could get my kids I, to watch, and I had to sell it to them as it's really just a mystery. You'll find out there's no. Christy ghost. got it on for, but I've actually never seen it. But that's pretty dark. It is kind of dark, and it's all about dealing with bullies, actually, and standing up for yourself. Atta boy, Luther. Atta boy, Luther. I can't believe you've never seen it. It's on Blu-ray upstairs. It's, uh, it's actually the first thing I saw. I showed him at Halloween, because Christy got it finally for me on Blu-ray, because all I have is a VHS. Well, then you let me borrow, and I'll watch it. I've got a four-pack that came with it, The Reluctant Astronaut. It, by the way, does not need to be on Brulee. 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 Oh, and it is one Michael of the Brule. most universal backlot movies ever made. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It, they barely dressed it. Yeah. But um, we also got The Haunted Mansion, the Scooby-Doo movies, and Hotel Transylvania. There's some more. Hotel Transylvania is probably slightly better than I give it credit for. Hotel Transylvania, I, I've seen them all in theaters because of my kids. Uh-huh. Um, and I always, I enjoy them, but they're, they're popcorn to me. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's oh, okay. Mel Brooks ah. is in them. Mel Brooks is like, oh, it's a funny line. There's a throwaway illusion. It's pretty much. Uh, but Adam I would Sandler. argue it's the best thing that the Adam Sandler bunch is doing right now. No offense meant to their Netflix stuff. But, but it's also, it's also that there's a large thanks to uh, Jindy Tartiowski. I'm going to, I'm going to butcher name. The guy who created Samurai Jack, Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah. He's the director. He's the creator and director. And they um, evidently had a fallout between two and three, and then patch it up. Three. Okay, yeah, um, I read it online. The last two, I, um, I haven't actually, but these are two that were mentioned that are. Uh, you pe- want to you want to push that from not not now restart thing. Thank um, you. All right, and don't look under the bed and the worst witch. The worst witch I've heard of. Don't look under the bed. I haven't. So. Oh, and another one was that movie that came out just a while. The scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, but that's PG thirteen, right? Yeah, I don't know. I there didn't were, I skipped a lot that were actually not PG, so Yeah. But you know, and I think that's like Dark it. Shadows got mentioned. I think that's it. I think I don't you know, know that that's a Halloween movie. Oddly enough, by the way, my kids and oh I there's one more honorable mention I should have because I wanted to bring this up because it just shows you how weird my kids are. Actually there's two. Uh they mentioned um uh well one that they mentioned was lore. The podcast, okay, the, the show. The show on Amazon. And before I say that, let me say, don't take that as a sign to show your kids random episodes of yeah. lore. My kids wanted to know the history of vampirism, and I had watched, I'd listened to the podcast, but I knew they did that episode, it was one of the ones Amazon adapted into an episode, 
And my daughter got a little freaked out because of the blood in it, so she left the room. But my son sat and watched the entire thing, and he said, well, vampires make much more sense now. I mean, they're fake, but I can see where people would go, oh, maybe this is linked. Yeah. And so it does the history of it, and my kids love history, and if you can give them history and horror together, they love horror. And so they, they really enjoyed, or he really enjoyed lore. So he literally said, you've got to mention lore, Dad. That was really cool. So if your kids are nerdy like mine and they like history and horror at age seven, set through where it talked about the bloodletting and the, the tuberculosis and all of that stuff. And he goes, oh, so they were coughing up blood, so they had blood in their mouth. So they, yes, yeah, Silas, it's cool, buddy. <laughs> so uh, he loved that. Um, and, and I think that's what I was going to end with is doing Halloween movies for your kids one of the movies as a kid that scarred me for life, I could watch the real Ghostbusters cartoon, which now I look at some of that and go, man, some of these some are Some of them freaky. are dark. The Sam yeah. Hain one is kind yeah. of dark. The Sandman one the Sand is Man. one. Like, oh, The Boogeyman, for God's sake. Yeah. The Boogeyman's a little dark. And, I, was... and those I could sit and watch, but a movie that got to me as a kid that freaked me out, and I literally, I need to watch it as an adult because I'm sure I'd be like, Pfft. but was The Last Unicorn. That bull in a lake of fire freaked the living. Maybe it's because I grew up on a farm and we had and cattle. Lake of fire. The bull, no. the bull scared you, but not the giant bird with six breasts. I was who I ate was, the lady. I was I was interested. I was going to see if she was available. After oh this. my god, <laughs> that's three more than the one from Total Recall. That's infinitely more. <laughs> And on that, should we wrap this up? So gentlemen? no, uh, what the, my point being, it depends Do on your you kid. have one. It depends on your kid. Yeah, it depends on your kid. Because my Some daughter, kids... what was the movie you watched when my daughter was really young and she we laughed watched at Return it? of the Living Dead with your daighter and my, she was in what, my eighteen living months. Yeah, probably. And she just she laughed couldn't at have been, it because she couldn't have been two. It, to her, it was a puppet that was talking about how brains took pain away. Yeah, she couldn't have been more than two. And, and now, by another the way, good question. It was dark after nine. Why was your daughter up at my house? Because my matter. daughter never slept. My son was much better sleeper. My daughter was a nightmare. A nightmare from which I shall never wake. Happy and Halloween. it depends on your child. It does. You, it you, does. One of your daughters is more uh, yeah, sensitive like, yeah. to it than others. And right? the other one has already killed seven people, and it's all we can do to stop her from dancing That's in right. the blood. We call her little Dexter Jennings. <laughs> And with that, look, I'm wearing my red smile today. You guys enjoy Halloween. Go out, hang out with your families, eat some candy, treat it like any other holiday. Avoid your family. I think I just said go out and hang out with your family. Yes, you did. What I meant, their immediate family. Don't go see your second cousin, Carl. But Carl, unless Carl has the best candy. Yeah, if he gives out full size bars, I got you full size bar of my paints. Or go to Cody and get some Captain Crunch. Yeah, Joe's Joe's Yay! having some issues with uh, continents. Cody, continents. you're going to jail. <laughs> That's right. Where's Antarctica? Bye, everybody. Bye. This has been Bonehead.